Hey guys, this is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And this is Who Got Next, episode 21. So we're, what we're going to do is recap the um, the divisional round, and then we're going to talk about what's going to happen this Sunday with our two conference finals matchups. Um, do you want to talk about coaching hires as well? Um, I guess, but I think there's less to be said, to be honest, because at this point... All you got to do is paint your color of your skin a certain color, and you can apparently get any job you want. So that that's what Abby's thoughts are on the coaching hires now, which he's not wrong about, but it's very interesting of what's going on with coaching, coaching hires now. But let's go through the first game on this Saturday. We saw the Rams. Green Packers take down the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, neither of us were very surprised about this uh, outcome. It was pretty easy. Um, Aaron Donald did not play much of the game, so they barely got any pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gave him a smirk and then threw a touchdown pass for like 50-plus yards to Alan Lazard, and you just know like when that man is happy, it is not good for the other team. So that that pretty much sums up Packers versus Rams. Abby, thoughts? I feel bad for like the Rams betters because they were under they, like Aaron Donald during the week said, "Yo, I'm 100 percent," and clearly that was not the case. And then you see uh, a a prominent figure like Shannon Sharp on uh, Undisputed go out there and say that I had a similar injury with my rib cartilage, and that shit takes weeks to heal, and it's not it's not something that you can really manage. So Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer. One of the best Titans ever, a man who's been in football possibly his whole life, says that. So you should take him for his word. So when we saw the game, I was like, yo, where, where? I guess we realized that some of those other guys playing for the Rams, they feed off of Aaron Donald. So obviously that man, he wasn't even, I wouldn't even say he was 50%. I think he played what, less than 75% of the snaps? Yeah, he only played like. 20% of snaps. 20% of the snaps. That's it's it's it, it is what it is. He was hurt. He got hurt at the worst time. When I saw Cooper Cub go down, well, not go down. Uh let me rephrase that. When I saw that before uh Sunday morning, no, Saturday morning that he was not playing. I'm like it's over. I'm sorry. You can't you're not going to score enough. Yeah, the Packers defense is not that good, which it truly isn't. Yeah, they scored only 18 points, but if you watched like if you watched the game then you saw that the Rams were Cam Akers ran the ball down their throat. And you would not expect that because if you're a Packers fan or someone with a vested interest in the Packers, you'd be like, okay, no Cooper Cup. Jared Goff got a finger in, uh, surgery two weeks ago. Uh, let me just stop Cam Akers because he's been balling the past, like, what, six weeks? Ever since he became the starter, rookie, he balling. And guess what? You still can't stop him. And it, it is what it is. In my opinion, if um, – Cooper Cup played, that game probably would have been a seven-point game, maybe. But I knew the Packers were going to win. I'm not trying to act like, oh, oh, you're saying this now. No. Bro, no Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald compromised. They're not going to win the game. And that's what happened. And one more thing is, Devontae Adams is not DeAndre Hopkins. He's not DK Metcalf. If though, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the game, but DK Metcalf you played Ramsey three times, three times, and I'm pretty sure your production didn't even equal what Devontae Adams did in one game. 
So you should learn from his greatness. Because DK Metcalf, you got your own uh, great traits in you. Like you have the the physical built, the speed, everything. But Devontae Adams, bro, that that he got that wiggle, bro. He got that. It's and also they they schemed it great. I'm a Vikings fan, so I, I hate praising Packers anything. But Malafleur, hey, he was able to the touchdown pass where he just put a uh, Devontae Adams in motion going left and right back going right. And then Jalen Ramsey just screaming at the top of his lungs, yo, what like he was I don't even know who he was screaming at. I think it was a backup safety. And he's screaming at him, like, yo, what like you're supposed to tell me it's the time. Like, no, that's not he's supposed to do anything. Jalen Ramsey, that's your dude. It's simple. That was your dude. It's just the play was perfectly designed where you couldn't get open. I mean, you couldn't get to him. Yeah. I mean, and if there's any issues, if they already studied the play and they had like, hey, if this play happens, you go after him. Now I can see that's the only issue, like that that would be the case. Yeah, no, no great but, player wants to be shown up by another great player, basically. But, yeah, but in this case, like if he didn't react to it, it most likely didn't come up in in previous plays. So like yeah. I guess like LaFleur just like, hey, we could beat Ramsey with this. And to be honest, that's very difficult to defend, in my opinion. I'm not a defensive coordinator, I'm not a head coach of a football team. But uh, from any, uh, it's very difficult to see how anyone would have adjusted to that. But regardless of the point, um, I think the big picture from this game is that injured, not injured, Jared Goff, he ain't the dude. Yeah. I've, ever since the Super Bowl or ever since Todd Gurley became someone else, he is, it's just, yeah, I think Sean McVay did as much as he could with him. He got him all the way to Super Bowl, lost to the greatest. And I think that's it. Capped off. Go ahead. Now you gotta go somewhere else. I'm sorry. If I don't, I I think his cap is situation is that he will be on the team for the next two years minimum, because the dead money is insane. It's it's something over sixty million. I think it's, it's ridiculous. So Jared Goff will be your quarterback for the next two years, unless you keep him and you back up and and he's your backup for thirty million dollars or something like that. But yeah, uh, the big picture here is that the Rams you're kind of screwed. And I think what's more impressive is that how much production Sean McVay's gotten out of this Rams team, even after, like, hey, yeah, he didn't draft Jared Goff. That was all Jeff Fisher. I don't even think he drafted Todd Gurley at that point. No, he didn't. So, like, what he did with the team, where at first they're like this offensive juggernaut, he's like an offensive genius, to becoming this defensive team, I think. We got to praise the Rams season just because how far they got with pretty much no offense, to be honest. So I think Rams had a good season, but the Packers won the one seed for a reason, and they showed it off. And, yeah, and they were they won the one seed. They got the home field advantage. They got it. Cali team coming in uh, snowy weather. Not snowy weather, but cold weather. They, I, I don't know how people thought the Rams had a chance in this game. But it is what it is. The Rams season is over, and the Packers move on. And now we go to the game I thought that was going to be the best game of the weekend. Turns out it was for three quarters, but then obviously the ending wasn't as we would have hoped. Ravens-Bills, Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. Um, the Ravens defense played amazing. Ravens defense balled out. The Bills defense also balled out, in my opinion. Everyone was like, oh, there's no way the Ravens can lose. The Ravens win the ball. Great. The Bills, 
They suck at stopping the run. They suck at – well, it didn't – I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. The Bills' defense was amazing at stopping the run, and they were able to have a 10-3 lead going into the third quarter, end of third quarter. And then the man – oh, my God. I love Lamar. I nicknamed him Action Jackson. Bro, you can't do that. He threw the pick. And not only did he throw a pick, that mess went to the he went to the crib. He went to the other team. He went to your house. He took it from his house to your house. And he scored. And that was it. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, the game's over. And then obviously in the fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson gets concussed, and that fully ends the game for them. But in my opinion, that pick six, that's a 14-point swing. Four, yeah. it's a it's a it's a 14, it's a 10 to 14 point swing. Because in my opinion, minimum, fine. We don't know what would happen. They probably would have kicked a field goal. Four-point game. Or you score a touchdown, it's tied. Guess what? You don't get either. They score seven, the game's over. And that it's, it's what it was. Josh Allen didn't play great. Stephon Diggs didn't play great. They did enough. And, yeah, the, I think the Bills' defense won that game for them, to be honest. Yeah, no, the Bills' defense definitely won that game for them. Uh, what's most impressive is, like, we're watching the game is like it's a close game, it's a close game. There, but if you look at it, they got the Baltimore Ravens who normally rush for at least so many yards. At least they sometimes get up to two hundred yards uh, a game. They only thirty-two carries for one hundred fifty yards. You know, not their normal production. And I think the big issue here is they don't have that guy at wide receiver. And we always talk about this is like you need that one difference maker at wide receiver that if Lamar is in trouble, he can go to and he didn't have that. Even his go to guy now is Mark Andrews four four catches for 28 yards. Yeah, he's a receiver, the tight end. Yeah. And then on top of that, like out of his wide receivers, out of out of the people that caught passes. J.K. Dobbins had one ca- one catch for thirty one yards, like that. That was the long, and Marquise Brown, you know, shows up once in a while, four catches, eighty seven yards. It wasn't impressive. Like he doesn't have these guys, and obviously the most targeted was Mark Andrews eleven times. He only got the fo- ball four. Like it wasn't super impressive on their side. So like we're gonna continue to talk about like everyone's gonna talk about yeah. But Lamar Jackson is one and three in in the playoffs. But I think we got to talk about a bigger issue is that it's not that he can't perform. Is that are we talking? We're not talking about the weapons the same way we're talking about. Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Patrick Mahomes has Kelsey Hill, etc. We need. I think. I think people need to start painting a bigger picture with the Baltimore Ravens and seeing that the issue is maybe they don't have the weapons to compete with these guys. And you, in my opinion, I, exactly. You, you uh, got around the head in my opinion, you can't judge Lamar until he got a number one. After that, if he don't perform, then you can judge him. In my opinion, just how the bills went out and got Stefan Diggs. You got to get him. Like, for example, free agency, there's Kenny Galladay, People may not even know who Kenny Galladay is. Well, if you don't, then you should look him up because he may be playing in Detroit, but I've seen him enough as a Vikings fan. That man is a monster. Allen Robinson, also Chicago Bear. I've seen him plenty as a Vikings fan, division rival. He's a monster. 
he may not these guys may not be those like speedsters or whatever, but they're number ones. And then Chris Godwin, um, Chris Godwin, we were talking about Chris Godwin may be a free agent. Maybe they can't afford him in Tampa Bay. You can go get him. And there's, if, you know, it's in the division, but if I, I know what you're going, I don't think that's going to, I don't think Cleveland would do that. I don't think that. See, my thing with Cleveland is they look in the game against, uh, we're going to talk about, they look like they're an Odell Beckham Jr. away from winning that game. Exactly. So, like, but yeah, no, Baltimore, we should not be judging Lamar Jackson's success on just Lamar Jackson. If we're judging Josh Allen's success on how well he uses Stephon Diggs or Patrick Mahomes with, hey, like, let's talk about it. The Super Bowl. Dead. Patrick Mahomes throws up a fucking Hail Mary. He's lucky that Tyreek Hill can outrun everyone and just be Tyreek Hill. Because we would be talking about a different game if he didn't have Tyreek Hill there. We'd probably be talking about San Francisco winning. Like, and on top of that, like, when we talk about Peyton Manning, guess what? Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne are in that conversation. So, like, I think everyone just needs to get off Lamar's back. Lamar is doing everything he can with what he can do. And we shouldn't even talk about this notion that he can't come back from behind because we saw him do it where he came back from the locker room and beat Cleveland. I think just get off Lamar's back. He's still only 23. So for everyone that says the Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson debate is over, I would say, Paul, put that on pause because let me see Lamar with a Stefan Diggs type. And if you can, then then you can see what happens. It's too early, in my opinion. Just how you said. Yeah, and I think what's like we were talking before we started recording this. The AFC is going to be so entertaining to watch for the next couple years because we're going to be talking. If Deshaun Watson somehow stays in the AFC, yep, we're just talking about let's say Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar. Lamar. Watson, Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> it's just going to be a dogfight with these young QBs. And, like, it's going to be interesting. So, like, Well, you said the name Odell Beckham, and that transitions into the team that he's on. He didn't get to play for him. And, quite frankly, if he played for him, I think maybe he would have had different results. Browns versus Chiefs. This game boils down to two things, in my opinion. One, the Mahomes injury. Two, the dumbest freaking rule in football. One of the, I, I may have to think about it, but just off the top of my head, that is the dumbest freaking rule I've ever seen. Even when I, when I first saw it, God knows when I saw it, but when I first saw it, I'm like, wait, what? So for those that may not know or you're living under a rock, but if you saw the game, Rashad Higgins catches the ball, from Mayfield, drives in, two-yard line around there, reaches out the ball, and fumbles it into the end zone. Touchback. And if you have the Chiefs, you're obviously really happy. But from a non-biased opinion, that rule of a touchback, if you fumble into the end zone, is – oh, my God. Before I pop something or go crazy, it's just stupid. As a football fan, it's just – Stupid. 
the team drives all the way down and by accident they fumble it into the end zone. That that means you give the ball to the Chiefs. It makes no sense. That worst case scenario, the rule should be if you fumble it into the end zone. Worst case scenario, if you fumble it into the end zone, and regardless of where you do it from, worst case, first and ten at your own twenty yard line. That's the worst case if you want to even take it there. In my opinion, it should just be nothing. Like if you fumble, you fumble, and wherever you fumbled it is where you get the ball. So, uh, actually, the rule, the uh, there's a couple different advan- advancing the football rules on fumbles. So one of them is a fumble may not be recovered or advanced by a player other than the one who fumbled on all fourth down plays, all try for point plays, and all plays in the last two minutes of each half. And I think the most important one there is all try for point plays. He's literally lunging for the end zone. Why is the rule? Why are there so many different rules for fumbles where this one is, it's a touchback, but hey, if they're on the goal line and he fumbles when he's trying to score a touchdown, it just returns to where it returns to where he fumbles it. Like none of these football, like none of these rules make sense. What did the Chiefs do to deserve that ball? Nothing. And then secondly, another rule that's stupid is when you review something, you should be able to review everything about the play. Daniel Sorensen hit him helmet to helmet. So if you're reviewing the play, the play, key term, the play, that means you review the whole action taking place. You should be able to review that and be like, okay, fine. He fumbled out of bounds. Touchback. Guess what? Before that happened, personal foul, 15-yard penalty, their ball, first and goal. Let's play football. Too bad. It, uh, do, can I say that cha- that the Browns would have won that game if that didn't happen? I can't say that. But would it have changed the game? Yeah, of course it would have. Seven points closer. They they were robbed of seven points, in my opinion. Yep. Six points minimum. So, and then the Mahomes injury, in my opinion – why Andy Reid wants to run him the run the ball with him? That's his decision. I don't know why he's doing that. You have running backs to run the ball with. Patrick Mahomes is not Lamar Jackson. Where you have to run the ball on fourth and one. It's not like you don't have that. I think it was third and one. I don't even think it was. Yeah, it was third and one. So why not just run the ball twice? It's third and one. Like you don't need to do that. This guy is half a billion dollar quarterback you have for the next fifteen years, and you like you're playing um, pop Warner ball with them. And then look what happens. And luckily, obviously, it's Friday. Well, as we record this, the news has come out that Mahomes is cleared. So he's all good. I don't think any of us doubted the fact that he would play, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So he's playing. It's the game Sunday. It's Friday right now. I think a bigger factor for Mahomes is that toe, in my opinion. Because I was watching it during the game. And it didn't, that didn't look like a little boo-boo. It looked like he was really feeling some type of way about it. So... Yeah, no, he couldn't really – he had a couple issues where, you know, last year we saw him at, at any time he can take off and get a first down. And I think that was the best – like, of all the playoff – I think one of his playoff runs is, like, we remember that just because, like, you know, he just took off and took shots. And, you know, he's getting first downs with these, and I think it's going to be – if he's playing, well, we know he's playing on Sunday. I think that's going to be the big issue is it's not going to be a concussion. It's the fact that, hey, can he get out of the pocket and get us the first down when he needs to, like he he's done before? Or is he going to be a pocket QB 
where you might be able to get enough pressure on him to knock him down and, you know, keep knocking him down. I think that's going to be a big play on Sunday. But if we're looking on the Browns side, I, I was pretty impressed with the Browns. The Browns played pretty well. And I was sitting there and just thinking to myself, you know, all season we talked about, you know, Baker doesn't play well with Odell. You know, he's trying to feed the star. And at the end of this, I truly believe that they were an Odell Beckham Jr. away from winning this game. They were missing a big playmaker to finish off Kansas City. And I think that's what teams need to finish off Kansas City. So do you think that so so do you think how people are viewing this? Do you think he's back next year? I think personally, I I think think he should be back. I don't think so. Yeah, I know. Like I don't think and many people are just gonna say, yeah, no, he shouldn't be back. Should he be back? If I'm a Brown, if I'm the if I'm in charge of Cleveland, whatever, GM, whatever you want to call it, I'm not trading him. But will he be traded? I just think if you look at his entire two-year run, you've done more without him. And I think that's going to be a big mistake. This is pretty much what Oakland was for Randy Moss. Because we forgot about Randy Moss. And then he got traded, though, right? And then he went to New England. Yo, if I'm a New York Jets... I'm a New York freaking Jets. I'm going to go get Deshaun Watson, and I'm going to go get Odell Beckham, and I'm going to freaking run this league. Or even if it's not that, like, if that's one that's one move, I'd say the second move is, again, Indy. T.Y. Hilton's a free agent. You know, go get Odell. If I'm – who else can I be? The Jets, Indy. But I'm trying to put Odell in a place where there's a spotlight. Because yeah. Odell hasn't been Odell really in two years. Like you haven't seen that sizzle. Yeah. So and he just got that sizzle to him. He got that whole aura. Swag. He's got so he got that swag in him, whatever, the gold hair, whatever, his tantrums, or this is how he plays the game, his style, flair. So I think I think yo, the yo, I don't get it. If, if it doesn't happen, if, if the Deshaun Watson gets treated anywhere but the Jets, the Jets have made the biggest mistake in their entire franchise history. You have all the ammunition. Go get him. You have so much money still. So forget about the draft picks because your cap space can be your draft, basically. You can draft. You can Deshaun trade. Watson, anyone will come. If you can just keep one first-round pick still, just keep one. Get rid of the rest. Get rid of your second pick. Get rid of next year's two picks. Whatever. If you can just salvage one pick and then give that to Cleveland, I'm pretty sure one first-round pick will do it. You give me one first-round pick and I get Odell, boom. I think they'll give up a second. They'll, they'll even for a second-round pick, man. I don't I don't yeah, think bro, they like, value Odell as much as they should. I, I think Odell would be happy because he's back in New York, New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. He's back in New York. You have a He'll have the best quarterback he's ever even imagined playing with, with Deshaun. Then you can – Add whatever you want to add a running back, you want to add a tight end, whatever else. Jameson Crowder, um, Denzel Mims still got him. I'm not trying to make this into a whole Jets conversation. It's just that that notion, like he's out there, go get him. And then the rest, the game that ended up being the best game, in my opinion, 
was the last game of Sunday. And I I said before the playoffs started, I'm riding with that man. Wait, did we both pick? I think we both picked Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my simple explanation was I can't give you no X's and O's or anything. All I'm going to say is one guy he's named. Tom Brady. And to be honest, he wasn't the reason they won the game. It was a defense. It was the defense. And also, Drew Brees, obviously just, I don't know what. It's, I ain't trying to be disrespectful to people that are great, but it's, it is what it is. He just didn't have it. And Michael Thomas also, the reports have come out how seriously injured he really is. For him to have almost no impact in the game, the Bucks, they upset the Saints. The Saints, this is the same story for the past, I think, I think the Saints window closed the second two years ago when they didn't call that pass interference, and that door got closed right there. They got robbed, and straight robbery. I don't care what anyone says, that game is over right there on the spot. The Saints are going to the Super Bowl, and then they would be playing the Patriots, and we don't know what would have happened. But regardless... Drew Brees' career is over. I, well, we don't know that, but we assume so. If it is over, then he is the greatest saint ever. He's possibly, in my opinion, a top 10 quarterback. I'm not going to say he's top five ever. I'll say top 10. For them to just win one Super Bowl, in my opinion, is a travesty. They won the Super Bowl almost 12 years ago, so the ninth season. It's, it, is, it basically tells you that, that you see what Tom Brady's doing? That's not normal. Oh, yeah. That, that, the fact that he has six, he's been to nine, could be going to ten. That's not normal, bro. So you see Drew Brees getting only to – he's only been to one. He luckily won it. But think of all the yards, all the touchdowns, blah, 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 whatever. All that. And it all ended up with one main accomplishment. And thankfully he got that one. But, yeah, some teams don't even have an appearance. So, some teams don't have a victory either. So, it goes to show you that Tom Brady was on one side, Drew Brees on the other. Tom, Brees, Tom Brady is older than Drew Brees. Even though it's only a year older, he's still older. But if you saw both play, I can see Tom Brady playing for only five years. Drew Brees, bro, hang him up. Simple as that. I mean, yeah, you talked about the QB's impacts. I just want to talk about this Tampa Bay defense. And they finally showed up to how they showed up. And the guy, Devin White, yep. was number five pick two years ago, I believe, who yep. literally got snubbed for the Pro Bowl. The dude is a monster. He was all over the field. He led the team in tackles with 11. He had a pass deflection. He had everything. He was just, they couldn't do anything about it. Like, I'm looking at the stats. You know, Drew Brees throws three picks. And honestly, none of his passes went more than 10 yards, maybe. The one big play was. And honestly, if it wasn't for the trick play, the uh, the Buccaneers defense had it even more lockdown than they should than we thought they did. Like they, they they messed up on one trick play. Great, seven points. That the, the game could have literally ended 
And it, we would have just yeah, been like, they basically oh. scored on the trick play and that punt return. Yeah, that's it. That's that's sad. And yeah, and I think the the biggest difference between this game and the other two games that played. Tom Brady didn't turn the ball over, which meant that the Saints didn't have a short field. And Drew Brees did turn the ball over, and you gave Tom Brady a short field. One thing I've ever learned about Tom Brady, never give the man a short field. He will score on you. And that's what happened here. So I think that's that's pretty much it. That that explains the game itself. It was It was a turnover battle. And Tampa Bay won the turnover battle, and Tampa that hence Tampa Bay won this game. What more can be said? It's just Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Oh, he lives on, bro. He lives on. And with that said, we go into the final four. It's sad to say because that means the games are about to end. But it's also the fact that you get to see the final four of the best four teams. And honestly, if you look at the quarterbacks playing, it just goes to show how important that position is. You got two youngins and you got two OGs. You got the GOAT. You got the, uh, another guy who can put his name in the conversation for the GOAT. And then you got the two youngins right now who are going to be battling it out for, for the next 15 years. You got the Bills versus the Chiefs. Mahomes is playing, as we said. The Bills, the Chiefs are only a three-point favorite, so they're giving respect to the Bills, you can say. And then you have Packers, Bucks. Aaron Rodgers had finally got his wish. He's at home. Super Bowl goes through him. The weather, it's supposed to be 18 degrees, possible snow showers, everything. You got everything in your favorite. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, you have everything you want. And then the Kansas City Chiefs, also number one seed, games at your crib. Both of these games are rematches from week six, evidently. They were both played during the same week. So, and both games, you can, one game was a blowout, obviously. We can say that. The, the Bucks killed the Packers, who were undefeated at the time. And then you look at the, the Chiefs and uh, Bills game. I think that game was closer than maybe the score says. But also that game was an anomaly because all they did in that game was run the ball because the weather was awful. The weather was awful. It was a Monday night game, I think. It was a it was a Thursday night game that got pushed to Monday or Tuesday, something like something stupid because yeah. of COVID, obviously. It was the earlier Monday game. Yeah. So and then the Bills had just played a game uh, the week before against the Titans off schedule, and then they had to play this game. So I I don't put much credence into this game. The, the ones that were played. So let's start off with the uh, Bills and Chiefs. Jaytown, what you got? What you thinking? Uh, I'm riding with Buffalo. I think, like we mentioned before, it's not that Patrick Mahomes was in the concussion protocol. That's going to be the issue. It's the the issue is going to be the toe, because we know so many times we've seen it. Patrick Mahomes escape the pocket and get the first down. I think he leads the league in getting first downs on a third and long. And on top of that, he's – I think he also leads the league in touchdowns outside the pocket. And I think that's going to be the big thing here is if Patrick Mahomes can't get out of the pocket, can Buffalo get enough pressure 
even if it's just to knock them down, can they get enough pressure to maybe, you know, get them to throw the ball a little earlier, you know, and disrupt his, disrupt his footwork and everything like that? I think that's going to be the big key here. All right, so and with all that said, what do you think is going to happen? I think Buffalo wins a close game. Ooh! <laughs> it's just, like I said, Cleveland didn't have that one big weapon that they needed to, you know, deliver the knockout blow to KC. But if we if we're looking at Buffalo, you can get it to Diggs, you can get it to Beasley, and guess what? You have a six foot four running back and Josh Allen. I think it's possible. I think they can. I think this is gonna be a matchup we're gonna see for years to come, and I think they with Josh Allen. I think they have the guy that, you know, will be able to go back and forth with uh, with Patrick Mahomes. This game got me conflicted in so many ways I can't even, uh, can't even get to understand. The Chiefs have not covered a spread in the last nine weeks. So they've only played close games. Mahomes, toe injury, just said it. Oh, my God. On paper, in my opinion, the Bills are better. They're just better. They have... Obviously, you can make the argument Chiefs are the better quarterback. But if you go by overall defense, offensive line, D-line, corners, receivers, if you go all through all that, the Bills got it. So, damn, bro. Oh, my God. If you're doing it from a betting perspective, I would take the Bills plus the points. But can I really pick the Chiefs to lose this game? The man, the man Mahomes hasn't. And also, this is, I didn't even know this, but every playoff game the Chiefs have played with Mahomes, besides the game um, besides the game that was just played because he got hurt, they scored 30 points. So the Bills got scored 31. And if you think about it, Patrick Mahomes should be undefeated in his playoff career. Yeah, he should. Because that, that Patriots game was complete bullshit. Yeah, no, obviously the... Um... Offside... The offsides by uh, was it D Ford? D Ford. If it didn't happen, oh my, we'd be talking. We'd just be literally sitting here. I think we'd both pick Kansas City. We'd just be like, yeah, no, we saw it two years in a row. We might as well see it again. It's just gonna happen. I think the big thing here is who has the bigger game. Is it gonna? In order to them for them to win, Josh Allen has to have the better game. Bigger game uh, against yeah uh, with QBs, but who, who has the better game, the uh, the Stefan Diggs or the KC secondary? Well, I think I think the Bills have more than enough weapons. If they just if, even if they take away Diggs, they got enough weapons, in my opinion. The so, others should eat this game. If you double Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, John Brown, uh, Dalton Knox, they should eat. They're respectable players in their own right. So we're saying, like, okay, so, yeah, who has the better I'm picking game? the Bills. I'm Pick going. Them. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Bills. Uh, the Chiefs, bro, you, you've you played so many close games. You've had nine lives. You don't have ten. I'm sorry. The cat has died now. The cat is dead. You got cats have nine lives. Whatever that bullshit saying is, you use all nine. Mahomes is playing. I'm sorry. Let's go. Bills win. My thing is, though, is, like, 
Andy Reid's play calling in the last couple years has gone up to another level. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, the, the Chiefs might score 30. I think the Bills will score 31. I hope so. because This is that Raiders situation all over again. If the Raiders can beat them once and almost twice, there's no excuse that the Bills can't do the same. Yeah. And honestly, the Bills should have had that first game if it wasn't a monsoon. It's just, it just happened to be a monsoon. Well, then, there it is. We both got the Bills. Damn, the Bills, 25 years in the making. Bills Mafia, stand up, bro. They didn't get to really enjoy it as they probably thought, but if they get to the Super Bowl, they get to the Super Bowl. That plane ride back to Buffalo, God knows that what the Air Pro will be going through. But with that said, we go to the game. Bro, this is legendary shit we're about to watch here. I'm honored that I'm getting to watch this. I'm at the age where I can understand it. I can comprehend it because we may not get this again. The two guys, in my opinion, the most accomplished quarterback ever on one side. In my opinion, yes, as a Vikings fan, I hate to say it. The guy who I've seen with my two eyes, the greatest quarterback ever in terms of talent. And it's disgusting. It irks me to say it's disgusting. It's heinous. It's all those words. But unbiased, that man, Aaron Rodgers, the way he flicks his wrist and just does what he does, 37 years old, don't matter. Yo, you want to draft Jordan Love? Don't matter. You don't want to get me a receiver in the first round? Don't matter. I'm going to prove all y'all wrong. All y'all. But I think this game is going to take the shape of what we saw last year. The 49ers played the Packers in I forgot which week it was, but during the regular season, the Packers were coming off the bye week, and they got freaking fucking whatever you want to say stomped. They got stomped by the Niners. And most we didn't know that the Niners were fully real until that point. And then when we saw that, we were like, ah, yeah, bet. This shit is real. And then same situation here, Chaitan. Just hear me out here. You got NFC Championship, Niners, Packers, and what happened? People are like, oh, okay, they've stomped us. They stomped us already. They ain't going to stomp us again. It was worse. It was worse. It was worse, bro. They killed them, man, bro. They killed them. So, same thing here. The Bucks stomped them 38 to 10. And mind you, the Packers scored the first 10 points. <laughs> then the Bucks scored 38 straight. So, the only difference here is this time the Packers reverse home field. So now they got the game at their crib. So, okay, I give you that. But I, if you must be crazy. If you think I'm betting against Tom Brady, you must be out your freaking mind, your family's mind, your ancestors' mind. If you think I'm picking against Tom Brady, I don't give a shit what the weather is. I don't care if it's zero degrees, negative 10 degrees, snowing 10 inches. I don't give a shit. Antonio Brown has already been ruled out. I don't give a shit. Scotty Miller, you get your butt in there. You run those crisp routes. You catch that ball. Bro. Bucks will win this damn game. I don't give a shit. Nothing else has to be said. The Bucks plus three, plus ten, minus ten, whatever you want to call it. The Bucks are gonna kill them. And half of this is passion as a Vikings fan speaking, but still, Aaron Rodgers, you will rue the day. You will really. This game will show you why you're you, and he is who he is. And Bill Belichick, you better be watching. Go ahead, Tayton. I got the Packers winning. That's all I got. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Let's get this shit. It's ride with him. You, I'm a ride with the goat. 
I really do. I I've seen Tom Brady do absolutely everything, and this is like, yeah, I saw the weather. I'm like, but Tom Brady's legend started in the snow game. Come on, let's be the the, the snow don't matter. It the snow matters to everyone else. It don't matter to Tom Brady. And I don't think it's gonna be Tom Brady that's gonna be the issue. Is it's I know the Bucks had the number one run defense. I for some reason I think Aaron Jones is going to be the best player on the field. I, Say, that again? Say that again. I think Aaron Jones will be the best player on the field on Sunday. I you don't think know why. Aaron Jones will be the best player on the field Sunday. Yeah, Aaron Jones um, going down there. You throat. know, Alvin Kamara got stomped by the number one I, defense. I got I the run. You think Aaron Jones is running through it? I don't know why. Also, I'm not saying this to you, but obviously, since you're picking the Packers, you're representing the Packers' viewpoint perspective in the situation those that offense that you saw from the, i'm not just hating I'm, i swear to god i'm being unbiased here yeah the packers they scored 32 points against the rams defense okay but you need to understand i'm not saying you need to understand i'm saying in general the public audience needs to understand aaron donald was possibly 25 percent of himself that changes the whole complexion of that defense so aaron jones being able to he had that one huge run, I think, after halftime. That I think it was like a 60, 70 yard or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So those numbers, in my opinion, are skewed. Mm-hmm. If if they if if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers did that to a healthy Rams defense, I give it to you. I will not refute it. And to be honest, maybe they still could succeed, in my opinion. I just I just go ahead, continue your argument for it. I don't know. I just feel like at some point you realize that. It's a snow game, so they're gonna be run. If it's gonna be cold and snowing, and with the possibility of snow, I, I always see like the run game becoming the most efficient here. And they have a three-headed monster. It's not just like it's Aaron Jones. It's like, hey, we'll throw Aaron Jones at you. Then we'll throw Jamal Williams, uh, Williams at you. Then we'll throw AJ Dillon at you. I think it's just gonna be one of those games where they're just gonna be like, all right, let's just. I think they'll be preparing for Aaron Rodgers to like throw the ball like forty times, and then they will just be like. Yo, why are they trying to run it down our throats like 40 times? And I think it's just one of those, like, if you get a one or two big runs in a game can make a big difference. And I think it's going to be one of those things. It's just be like, oh, yeah, we prepared one way. And I, I, I get it. Like, yeah, Todd, Todd Bowles had him fooled once. And they fooled him pretty bad, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. You're, gonna, you're saying you're going to fool him twice? I don't know, especially after what happened last year. I don't. Well, know. wait, 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 Tita. You just said, I just I'm gonna contradict what you just said. Can you fool them twice? What happened last year? I know. I that's what I'm saying. It's like it happened twice it, last year. I just can't see it happen twice this year too. And if it the does, I feel the worst for is me. Mike Evans. I feel so bad for Mike Evans because you go for Marshawn Lattimore, and now you're probably gonna have Jair Alexander against you. I feel so bad for the man. He, he he deserves to get. I hope I hope he gets to win some matchups, but and people Antonio Brown not playing. I in my opinion, it's a loss, but I don't think it's that big of a loss because of and the, that by no means is this diminishing who Antonio Brown is and what he represents. The greatest wide receiver of my generation, in my opinion, Antonio Brown. But you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. This is his chance to back in the play, back in play. And we saw the biggest play, Chaitan, of that Bucks Saints game 
was possibly that third and 10 conversion to the rookie from Minnesota, not Minnesota Vikings, but from the University of Minnesota College, Tyler Johnson. That was one of the greatest catches under pressure I've seen, especially by a rookie, third and 10, fading away, back shoulder. What a catch. That was insane. That changed, in my opinion, that changed the complete momentum of the game because they would have to punt the ball and you have no idea what happens going forward. So they have four receivers there. Cameron Brait is a weapon. Gronk is still there. You have Leonard Fournette. You saw what he did against the Saints defense. The Packers defense is trash. They have one good player. On, no. Let me let me take that back. They have two good players on defense. You have Jair Alexander, who had an amazing season, and you have Zadarius Smith. That's it, in my opinion. Everyone else can be had. Preston Smith, he may get cut this offseason because he hasn't performed up to his contract. And I, to be frank, I can't even name you the other players on the defense. I could, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but, but in my opinion, if the Rams had Cooper Cup, they probably would have dropped 25 or 30 on them. You had Van Jefferson out here cooking. You had uh, Josh Reynolds out there cooking. You had Josh Higby cooking. You telling me, Tom Brady? Bruh, you got Chris Godwin. You got Mike Evans. You got Scott Miller. You got the whole crew going there. Am I making you rethink your pick, Chaitan? You look a little fuzzy out here right now. Not at all. I'm sticking there. Right. You take that bad man. You take that dude. You take him all you want. I'm taking the go. Yo, I've seen this over and over and over. I'm not even a Patriots fan, but I respect what this man's greatness is in. I remember. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I've, I think I told you this before. Two years ago, um, Rams versus Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. Yo, Sean McVay. Oh my God, Jared Goff. This Rams team—they changing the face of football. Oh my God, they're gonna—they're gonna score thirty on the Patriots. Blah 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 blah. blah. And what happened? <laughs> That's the when the time came. One dude made the play to Gronk. That dart he threw. That rainbow he threw to Gronk to, to score the the only touchdown of the game. And we saw Jared Goff do what? Throw that pick. Yo, you know, I'm not going to doubt the man tells me, until he gives me a reason to doubt him. You feel me? I mean, I don't doubt him at all. I think he... Oh, yes, you do. If you pick against him, you doubt his greatness. No, that's not true. I think I'm doubting... Well, that's... I don't even know how to explain it. It's not... If I'm, if I'm the Bucks, uh, Todd Bowles, Aaron Rodgers, you cannot have Devontae Adams. You cannot have him. Carlton Davis and Antoine Winfield, who is... Hey, shout out to his father, Antoine Winfield Sr., Minnesota Viking, all-time great player, in my opinion, one of my favorite players ever. His son, balling. That fumble he had, balling. What a key play. I'm taking my two best players on defense in my secondary, y'all double Adams, and then Scantling, who drops a pass every game. Good luck. Alan Lazard, good luck to you. And, hey, Robert Tanyan, that man, I like him. He He could be a very good tight end. Uh, coming up, he's already had a lot of touchdowns, but those three, go ahead. That's it. You can have those three. And I'll deal. Yo, I'm not letting Devontae Adams beat me, bro. There's no way. I just gotta say though, Devontae Adams, his footwork is so amazing. He can get open against anyone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That that's why. This, thank God, this is the night game. It's not. 
Yeah, that's what I was mad about. This is a three thirty game. No, it isn't. Three o'clock game. Oh no, it is the three o'clock game. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a night game. Damn. No man, it should be the night game. It pissed me off when I saw that shit, bro. Hey, both great games, but our juices are gonna be flowing from the start, in my opinion. Usually, you want an appetizer, but no, we getting the uh, we getting dinner three o'clock already Sunday. Oh my god. I'm just gonna be glued to my TV the entire time. Just okay. Let me ask you this because this is a question now. This is a question. I think we both have the answer to the question, but in my opinion, this game, this single game, what impact it makes for one player compared to the other is insane. Which player has more pressure on him? Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. In my opinion, it's not even close. The answer to the question. It's Aaron Rodgers. Exact. Thank you. You're not one of those idiots out there talking about this shit. Like. I think what we're going to always say is Aaron Rodgers is probably the even Patrick. To be honest, he's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen with my eyes. Think about like, that. I'm saying that. My, yeah. my cousins keep saying, yo, Patrick Mahomes. Is, and I'm like, yo, get the yo, Mahomes Aaron Rodgers 10 years ago. Like, Aaron Rodgers is doing the same thing, but I know how good nobody. I know how great Patrick Mahomes is, but people got to be stopped being some blind witnesses out there. If I put Deshaun Watson up in there, you know what they're going to be doing? In my opinion, nothing different. In my opinion, they won't be doing anything different. Deshaun Watson's up there. You give Aaron Rodgers, Tyreek, Kelsey, um, Sammy Watkins, Michael Hardman, Andy Reid, bro. You can't. You gotta be crazy, in my opinion. So uh, yeah, we both agree. Yo, if Aaron Rodgers, hey, I'll give it. I'll give him this much. If Aaron Rodgers wins this game and he ultimately wins the Super Bowl, he could. He could change a lot of viewpoints. In my opinion, there's no way in hell he will ever be the goat. Because six Super Bowls is too much. It's just too yeah, much to overcome. Brady's always going to be the goat, but you know if if um, well, let, let's say let's say Aaron Rodgers wins two more, Chayton. Then what? Then what do you think? So he's three and zero. So he's three and three MVPs. With three MVPs. With the best with the best touchdown to interception ratio of all time. Why wouldn't he be number two? Oh, so that, so it, it would take two more to be number one. I mean, he's never going to be one, but why won't he be two? Oh, I think he's two already. I, my I opinion. Think... Actually, no, no, no. I'm not going to be disrespectful. Joe Montana, Joe Man- Montana is two right now. Joe, yeah, I put Joe Montana too because he's won four and zero. Oh, yeah, two. He almost led. He he leaves for the 49ers, goes to KC, and almost brings KC. It goes brings KC to the Super Bowl. So, like, his greatness is one thing, right? But I don't see why if if Rodgers doesn't win another Super Bowl, I don't see why we can't just be like, yeah, well, he's better than Peyton. Well, I didn't even think of Peyton, bro. That's that's insane. He's not even my thing, uh, my thought process. Because like, if you think about it, like Peyton, as great as he is, one his touchdown interception ratio isn't the same, and he only has two Super Bowls. I love Peyton Manning, bro. But I'm just—I'm being—I'm trying to be unbiased here because obviously I'm a Vikings fan. I've seen Aaron Rodgers every freaking year for two times a year, every freaking season. I get to watch this man, but I saw—you can't tell me with your two eyes. You've seen him play. He—he's just—he, bro. It's—you can't tell me Patrick Mahomes is better than him. I, I'm sorry, you can't. Maybe you can make the argument right now. Maybe he's better than him, but but at his peak, what Aaron Rodgers was. Bro, 
look up what he did to San Francisco. Look at some of the games he he look up the run to the Super Bowl he had. Three road games. And he took out all of them. He took all of them out. He went to the Bears, beat them. Atlanta beat them. Um, and who was the other team that he beat? He beat one more team. Was it the Giants? No, it wasn't the Giants, right? Was it Arizona? It was Arizona. Yeah. No, was it Arizona? No, I think it's someone else. Was it the, the Eagles? The Eagles, Michael Vick's here. Yeah, it was the Eagles. They went on the road and beat Michael Vick. Yeah, I remember. That was Michael Vick's uh, re- uh, resurgent year. That was that year. And then don't forget the team they beat in the Super Bowl. They beat the Pittsburgh. Yeah, Troy Palomalo, Ryan Clark. That whole squad was – they had the whole squad back then. James Harrison, Big Ben, Antonio Mike Wallace, that whole squad. Heinz Ward. So, yeah, people got to – you know, people – the recency bias of some people. Yes, Mahomes is – Mahomes is great. But the blasphemy that people – that some people say – I can't believe I'm the one out here defending Aaron Rodgers. But he is so filthy. And if it was – Chaitan, I'll give you this. If any of the other 29, 28 quarterbacks were playing Sunday, I would have picked the Packers. But the one, the one is playing Yeah. that I cannot go against them. Okay, so I'm looking at the that Super Bowl run. It's Philly. He beats Philly in the wild card game. Yep. Michael Vick's great year. The first where he came back, the great story after uh, prison, obviously. Absolutely destroys Atlanta. Then goes to Soldier Field. And is that the game? Yeah, I remember this game because Jay Cutler was out the second, I think the fourth quarter. I think Jay Cutler gets hurt. And that's how they win the game after that. They killed the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely destroy the Falcons. Yeah, that became the franchise record for most points in a game, in a playoff game. It, I know, it's just that one guy that's on the other side, and it, it, it is something else. It's just... This, this is gonna, honestly, if the Bills end up losing the second game... But with that first game is so good that I would probably wouldn't even care. I think that's how good this game is. We get to see two of the greatest quarterbacks ever do it. To face off against each other. Which should have happened twice in the Super Bowl, actually. But never did. I think one of them was that onside kick. Do you remember that? Say that, say that again? The onside kick, Seattle. The guy oh dropped. Oh my god! Oh, I've never seen a comeback like that. The poor tight end never played a game again. Yeah. Oh my god! I I was like, damn it! The Packers are going to the Super Bowl. Shit! They're going to the Super Bowl. The game, the bro, that game was over. That game was over. Ha ha! Clendix had the pick. His idiot ass knelt down instead of returning it to the house because he thought the game was over, which it wasn't. I still remember. I still remember it. And. Aaron, yo, that was it. That was I, who did this? Oh, Seattle played New England in the Super Bowl. So we would have got Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl that year. That's and that was that was the year the uh, Malcolm Butler had the pick. Bro, you see how things change? Hey, I'll be honest here. I'll be honest here. If the Packers, because the first game's at three o'clock, so I'll be honest. 
if, in my opinion, I don't see it happening. But if the Packers win this game, I hope Mahomes win the second game then. Because I want to see that. That's what I want to see. Packers versus Chiefs. I Hey, I love the Bills. Respect the Bills. But in terms of flair, aura, spiciness, I want to see Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if that were to happen. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can see. You, you Obviously, you could see pretty much our Yo, Tom Brady versus Kansas City, bro. Oh, my God. That would be sick, too. Yeah, and that's that's like a revenge game. Be like, oh, yeah, we know we remember what happened two years ago. But you can also think about it this way. Like, AFC East best quarterback right now versus AFC East best quarterback ever. It's literally like you're like Josh Allen has to get the monkey off his back with you know, he's living in the shadow of Tom Brady, who pretty much ran the division for what 20 plus years. He's still running the league, my son. He's still running the league. It's gonna be he is. I, I forgot who said this, but someone said this in one of the shows today. He is a franchise, oh, he's yeah. a walking franchise. You could say that about him. You could say that about Peyton when he went to Denver. You can say that about Joe Montana when he went to KC. There are just some QBs in this league that are just different. And Tom Brady just showed that he's more different than anyone else. He has more conference finals appearances than pretty much probably every team in the league other than probably maybe Pittsburgh. Maybe Green Bay. He has more. For, he has more. He has more wins in the conference, uh, in the conference finals than pretty much everyone. He's nine and four. So this is what his fourteenth appearance. Yup. He has nine and four. Conference. Yeah, you're right. He has more losses in the conference games than. Pretty much any franchise that ever appeared. Some franchises never even made it to a conference final. Hey, don't, don't, don't say such hurtful things, bro. I go through pain daily. Didn't you guys make one? Yeah, I, I get that, but we haven't even won one. Like that's sad. This man has six. Tom Brady has some ridiculous numbers. It's hey, if he wins seven, he wins seven. I'm just gonna sit there and be like, yep, lucky number seven. Like it's not even gonna shock me. I won't even get like if to, if the Buccaneers make the Super Bowl, I'm probably rooting for the Buccaneers. Like Buccaneers are probably gonna win it. And I just wanna kind of see team what happens. Has played a home Super Bowl, that could be the curse. And that helps the Packers win. Hey, the other curse is that no remember I t- said this last week. No MVP has won the Super Bowl since nineteen ninety nine. Packers could easily say that's not a curse. Someone has done it. No one has ever played. Super Bowl at home. That's an ever, ever, never, ever. You talk about something that this that has happened. So still consider it cursive. It hasn't happened in what twenty years. I guess. I guess you can look at it that way. Kurt Warner put a curse on everybody. Kurt Warner's like, I'm gonna tear up this league and then just curse everyone. Ah, uh, well, that's the game, in my opinion. That has all of the sizzle. The first game starting off. Don't gotta wait till six thirty, six o'clock. Boom, three o'clock. Let the shit. Let the show begin. That was also not another QB that was a walking franchise. Ah, well, we got a lot to look forward to. No Saturday this weekend, but we got Sunday. 
Gotta survive tomorrow, and then it's showtime. Why are you watching the McGregor fight? Yo, man, the fights are at like 11, 12 o'clock, bro. Like, like, and it's like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna win it in two minutes, less than two minutes. So that's the thing. Like the fight, you can anticipate the whole fight, and then boom, two minutes. I right, what's next? Good night. We're done. Yeah, no. Well, the first time he fought uh, Pornier, he got a uh, literally knocked him out in two minutes. That's why. That's why I love the the Floyd McGregor fight because he actually lasted a long time. It was nine rounds, I I think. I yeah. think it went nine rounds. I think it was. No, no I think it went the distance, right? I think he went ten. Yeah, it went ten rounds, I and we got that. you. You got your money's worth. That was the first fight where I actually paid to watch it. That was the only fight in my life I paid to watch it. I've never paid to watch a fight. <laughs> Just so everyone knows that. Dream it, man. I mean, right. yeah, no, this it's either this fight lasts pretty long or it's going to be one or two rounds. Honestly, that that's that's what it is. That's what pretty much UFC fighting is at this point. Now, uh, if it was a boxing match, yeah, that'd be different. That'd be different. all right, guys. That's it for this episode. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.